Cantos 57-66 to 66 of Book 5 of the Ramayana of Balmiki, translated by Ralph T. H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om Wadutre. Canto 57 Hanuman's Return Still, like a winged mountain, he sprang forward through the airy sea and rushing through the eater drew the clouds to follow as he flew through the great host around him spread gray golden dark and white and red now in a sable cloud immersed now from its gloomy pall he burst like the bright lord of stars concealed a moment and again revealed sunava passed he neared the coast where waited still the banner host they hold a rushing in disguise and lifted up their wondering eyes his wild triumphant shout they knew that louder steel and louder grew and jambavan with eager voice called on the banners to rejoice look he returns the wingard's son and full success his toils have won Triumphant is the shout that comes, like music of a thousand drums. Up sprang the banners from the ground, and listened to the wondrous sound of hotling arm and tie as through the region of the air he flew. Loud as the wind when tempests rave, rolls in the prison of the cave. From crag to crag, from height to height, they bounded in their mad delight, and when he touched the mountain's crest, with reverent welcome round him pressed, they brought him of their woodland fruits, they brought him of their choicest roots, and laughed and shouted in their glee, the noblest of their chiefs to see. Nor Hanuman delayed to greet, sage Jambavan with reverence meet, to Angad and the chiefs he bent, for age and rank preeminent, and briefly spoke, these eyes have seen, these lips have addressed the mighty queen. They sat beneath the waving trees, and Ungard spoke in words like these, O noblest of the banner kind, for valour, power, and might combined, to thee triumphant over the foe, our hopes, our lives, and all we owe. O faithful heart in peril stride, Which toil nor fear could turn aside, Thy deed the lady will restore, And drama's heart will ache no more. Canto 58 The Feast of Honey They rose in air, the region grew, Dark with their shadow as they flew. Swift to a lovely grove they came, that rivalled heavenly Nandan's fame, where countless bees their honey stored, the pleasance of the banner's lord, to every creature fenced and bird, which Dadimuk was set to guard, a noble banner, brave and bold, Sugriva's uncle, lofty sold. To Ungad came with one accord the banners, and besought their lord, that they those honeyed stores might eat, that made the grove so passing sweet. He gave consent, they sought the trees, thronged with innumerable bees, 
they riffled all the treasures tall and ate the fruit the branches bore and still as they prolonged the feast their merriment and joy increased drunk with the sweets they danced and bowed they wildly sang they laughed aloud some climbed and sprang from tree to tree some sat and chattered in their glee some scaled the trees which creepers crowned and rained the branches to the ground there with loud laugh a banner sprang close to his friend who madly sang in doleful mood and other crept to mix his tears with one who wept then dadimuk with fury viewed the intoxicated multitude he looked upon the riffled shade and all the ruin they had made then called with angry voice and strove to save the remnant of the grove but warning cries and words were spawned and angry taunt and threat returned then fierce and wild contention rose with furious words he mingled blows they by no shame or fear withheld by drunken mood and ire impelled used claws and teeth and hands and beat the keeper under trampling feet three cantos consisting of little but repetitions are omitted that escapes from the infuriated monkeys and hastens to sugriva to report their misconduct sugriva infers that hanuman and his band have been successful in their search and that the exuberance of spirits and the mischief complained of are but the natural expression of their joy that obtains little sympathy from sugriva and is told to return and send the monkeys on with all possible speed canto sixty five the tidings on to the prashavan's hill they sped where blooming trees their branches spread to ragusan their heads they bent and did obeisance reverent then to their king by angad led each banner chieftain bowed his head and hanuman the brave and bold his tidings to the monarch told but first in rama's hand he placed the gem that sita's brow had graced i crossed the sea i searched a while for sita in the giant's isle i found her vexed with taunt and tread by demon guards about her set her tresses twined in single braid on the bare art her limbs were laid sad were her eyes her cheeks were pale as shuddering flowers in winter's gale i stood beside the weeping dame and gently whispered rama's name with cheering words her grief consoled and then the whole adventure told she weeps afar beyond the sea and her true heart is still with thee she gave a sign that thou wouldst know she bids thee think upon the crow and bright mark pressed upon her brow when none was nigh but she and thou she bids thee take this precious stone the sea-born gem thou long hast known and i she said will dull the sting of woe by gazing on the ring one little month shall i sustain this life oppressed with woe and pain and when the month is ended i the giant's prey must surely die canto sixty six rama's speech 
there seized upon her rama pressed the treasured jewel to his breast and from his eyes the waters broke as to the banner king he spoke as over her babe the mother weeps the flood of tears the jewel steeps this gem that shone on cedar's head was janak's gift when we were wed and the pure brow that wore it lent new splendor to the ornament this gem bright offspring of the wave the king of heaven to janak gave whose noble sacrificial rite had filled the god with new delight now as i gaze upon the prize methinks i see my father's eyes methinks i see before me stand the ruler of bedeha's land methinks mine arms are folded now round her who wore it on her brow speak hanuman oh say dear friend what message did my darling send oh speak and let thy words impart their gentle deal to cool my heart ah it is the crown of woe to see this gem and ask where where is she if for one month her heart be strong her days of life will yet be long but i would not to lend relief this very day must die of grief come hanuman and quickly guide the mourner to his darling's side oh lead me thou hast learned the way i cannot and i will not stay how can my gentle love endure so timid delicate and pure the dreadful demons fierce and vile who watch her in the guarded isle no more the light of beauty shines from cedar as she weeps and pines but pain and sorrow cloud on cloud her moonlight glory dim and shroud oh speak dear hanuman and tell each word that from her sweet lips fell her words her words alone can give the healing balm to make me live and of cantos fifty seven to sixty six and of book five of the ramayan of balmike translated by ralph d h griffith